Yes, and this is Mila the Brave on Let's Get Into It. Yo. Oh, it's been a little minute. <laughs> yes. We had a lot to talk about today. Sure. I mean, like we between... always do, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> if we're going to try to unpack it um, kind of quickly, right. swiftly, you know. Just give y'all some some tidbits um, for the start of the weekend, and just you know, have some stuff to talk about, honey. So, I mean, the first thing that I do want to touch on is, oh my gosh, um, stanky leg artist involved in accident where brake pad from eighteen wheeler hit him in the face. Like Ain't that crazy. Yeah, no, nah, that's crazy, and. I've been seeing like a lot of the like throwback artists that we listen to like in the mid 2000s, like early 2000s, mm. like a lot of them are like having stuff happening to them. Like what was the one guy that, um, Shoddy Low, the one that sung that? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was my song. Right. I'm like, why? He really passed away. It's like so sad. A lot of these things are happening to these people that we we've had like real like phases in our lives and we were like going through pivotal moments in our lives with these artists, you know, having the music that they put out around those times. So it's definitely like so sad to hear, you know, when something happens because, you know, I mean, it just like takes me back to like, you know, the whole like takeoff situation. Like so many things happen to people that we have had, like, you know, um, announced to them, like we've had moments (laughs) like with their music you know so when something happens to these people that kind of influenced us in certain times in our life like it really like you know it it, it's sad so oh my gosh I hope that um I mean this is super super crazy to have to even like even talk about like a whole 18 wheeler like hit him in the face and it looks like this all happened was it mm-hmm. the eighteen wheeler or was it the brake pad? Because I think it so, was. I think it was a say, saying that the brake pad, or maybe okay, was, yeah, the brake, yeah, the so the brake pad from the eighteen wheeler, yeah. Damn. But it's like damn, so that shit was loose. Yeah, and and that's scary in itself because you don't want anything going on with your brakes. Hmm. And so okay, so pretty much the story is like. 
you know, Matthew Griffith, which is widely known as Oh Boy Prince from the group GS Boys, mm -hmm. who gave us uh, that hit, Stanky Leg, was recently involved in an accident where um, the brake pad from an 18-wheeler hit him in the face. Um, and this was all in um, Dallas, Fort Worth. So pretty much, um, like, they're saying that this is... It's 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 gonna be a, like a pretty big settlement for this man because sure. yeah, um, I mean he was apparently um in the car on Interstate 30 with his girlfriend just 30 minutes after dropping his son off, um, headed to an interview where the incident took place. So it seems like he wasn't driving the 18 wheeler mm. like this was him in his own vehicle uh -huh. and it hit yeah like what kind of like freak accident type stuff is that huh. like imagine like you're driving and the whole brake pad from a whole nother like this is a truck comes into your car and hits you in the face I couldn't even imagine that. That's a yeah, like that's a that's hmm. he's gonna get some money. Okay, because and and a lot of people are like, I hope this boosts his streaming numbers because uh that uh, that song deserved to be platinum. Yeah, Stanky Leg was definitely like pivotal. I'm sorry, like that was like I miss that era. Yes, I'm saying these were moments of our lives. Yeah, they're yeah, big deals, big deals, they, they definitely. Mm -hmm definitely but important to the culture yeah but i hope he's all right damn but you know i, know. I, I hope he gets that i know he's gonna get that payout so you know money 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think he's gonna get a hefty little change chunk change or something like he gonna have he gonna because it again that's like i mean you're really minding your own business you're not even like in the crash okay. like you're just you know right. minding your own business driving so whew. I hope that he's all right. Prayers to him. I hope that it wasn't like a huge, like detrimental thing, like he lost his eye or right. you know some crazy yeah. stuff like that. But gosh, man. Now you know we have to uh, like just address the morbid or sad or you know these type of topics in the very beginning to get it out the way. Um, but the next story is the caption: "You don't want me to go in my purse." Okay, woman allegedly shot and killed her friend in an Uber after partying with men in Miami. This is crazy. I mean, I have a clip. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and play it. And um, yeah, let's let's hear it. The father argues his unborn child shouldn't be punished. This person is unlawfully incarcerated. O'Brien hired attorney William Norris on behalf of the unborn child. Norris filed this petition, which states the unborn child seeks immediate release from custody to receive necessary immediate medical care and to be free from unlawful and illegal detention. An unborn child is a person. The person has constitutional rights, and one of them is the right not to be deprived of liberty without due process of law. The father. So this looks like it was a um, the clip of the father pretty much fighting for the baby. Um, and you know what? It's, I mean, this is a black man with, I mean, a, a black woman with a white man. Mm -hmm. um, and not to say like that matters, but um, it's just crazy that, you know, I mean, they sought out love and, you know, 
that whatever was there between those two um and then for it to turn out this way it just it, it looks kind of bad you know like mm-hmm. because it's like why did this have to be the situation i mean we don't ever want to really like you know create a division and be like oh color matters but it's like dang like you know the woman for you know whatever reasons um i mean this is has to be detained in in jail and um now they're you know fighting for the custody of the baby which is gonna probably be detained in the prison or in the jail as well um and that's why they're fighting for the baby to be with the the father but uh, here's another clip so we can just hear like a little bit more details Mm -hmm. i don't want the baby to be born prematurely or low birth weight his fears stemming from the fact that the mother of his child natalia harold is in jail charged with second degree murder the 24-year-old is accused of shooting and killing Gladys Borsella during an argument in an Uber in July. Mm. She pleaded not guilty. The father... Obviously, I have... Man, really short clips, but... <sighs> I, remember, I, mean, just I remember that. That whole thing. Um, but see, here's the thing. If I could recall, and I think this is the right case, but it was... Um, that woman had kids as well. The, oh, life the, other that, lady that- the life that she took. Mm. So it's just kind of interesting to me how she wants mm-hmm. to have so much empathy for her when empathy right. wasn't shown when she took the life of a person. And I mean, and it says that's her friend. So mm-hmm. it's not a stranger. She knows she has kids. And that's why to me, it's just like, oh, wow. So, you know, it's funny. Like, and, and that's the kind of thing I hate. I really, really hate about, I don't use hate a lot, but I will in this, in this mm-hmm. situation. I really hate about mm. humanity is that you have individuals that are, you know, could, could give up, could care less about you yeah. or another person. Yeah. But when the tables turned, then they want everybody to have empathy. And I mean, and my thing is mm-hmm. like, you have this, you aren't the first woman that's been pregnant in jail. Okay. Right. So like this sense of entitlement is just kind of like, you know, I mean, I get like the, the case I get like for the, the point- father to fight. Right. The point makes sense because it's like, you know, she's not, you know, they, they, they don't feed you well in there. Um, but mm-hmm. that's not the point. They're not supposed to be doing that. You you did something. You get out of it. You're getting punished yeah. for a crime. Um, but I, I get the point of, you know, the fetus has nothing to do with this. You know, why is that being put out on that? Or, you know, and living in those conditions, those, you know, the aggressive, the, you know, just her emotions being in a tizzy um, isn't mm-hmm. going to help that child develop, you know, being a. Right. Because I mean, developmental situation. Yeah, because like, I mean, if we look at you know, the the overall case, like, I mean, it's saying like you know, Florida attorney has argued that a pregnant woman should be released from jail pending her murder trial because of the fetus being innocent. Mm. I mean, you're right. Like, she's not the first pregnant woman that has gone to jail, mm-hmm. and I, I mean then it it starts that question like so should the mother be held somewhere where yes she's still paying for that consequence or you know whatever she did to be in jail but they are somewhere where they at least get a little bit more quality of care Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know being pregnant um where it's not like prison or jail because i mean realistically it's not even really just like the food like you deal with a lot of harsh things in in those circumstances, those places, that environment. So, like, I mean, would this be a healthy place to grow a child? No. I mean, you don't even have, like, a comfortable place to lay, you know? Like, you're sleeping on, like, 
a very thin, like, right. I don't even know if it's really a mattress. Like, yeah, you can barely you know, call it that. Yeah, like cot style. So it was like, you know, that's, I mean, it's already going to be bad for her body, which, you know, growing the baby, you, most times you need like a, a pregnancy pillow just to stay, you know, like comfortable and have support. Um, and just to imagine like all the other little, you know, things that add in, you know, regular, you know, hydration and food and things like that. They, they control so many things. It's like, how could she, how would she be able to really thrive? And I feel like that is not just a concern for her, but all the moms, you know, so it's like, realistically, if they're going to like make this a big thing, then they should make this like a all around the table. That's you know, the thing. For all, yeah. Like for pregnant women that just go in because I mean, it really isn't the right environment for a pregnant woman. I but on the other hand, we do say that, okay, they need to serve the time if they did it, you know? So um, I think it, it should be like a separate place that they house these women right. to be able to serve their time, but also still get the adequate care and, um, you know, like that support. Right. Cause yeah, you're growing a life. Like that shit is hard. So imagine if you like have somebody like fighting you for <laughs> bending over, getting the soap <laughs> and you're pregnant. Yeah. It's you know? just all behavior, you know? So it, yeah. I totally agree. But then it's also kind of like, they said she was like six weeks pregnant at the time. Now, whether that, I don't know if that was knowingly or unknowingly, but if I know, mm. not saying I'm out here slapping hoes left and right, but right. like, if but I know I got yeah, I'm not, no, we're not doing that. Like, you, like I'm chilling. <laughs> nah, yeah, you're not worth it. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody's yeah. going to be worth me, you know, throwing away my freedom or potentially risking my, my unborn child. So I don't know. It's just like, I get it, but yeah. then it's like, this is going to have to, like you said, be something that's changed nationwide and not just, right. or at least just become a policy or law within that state or whatever. Mm -hmm. But there's going to have to be a change because it's going to be like, okay, well we do it for this prisoner. So I guess there's going to be other ones that are going to be able to step up and be like, yeah, yeah me too. Damn it. Yeah. And then it's like, yeah. will that then create a domino effect of, hey, I can do something really effed up and yeah, I might get locked up for it, but uh, it won't be that bad as long as I'm pregnant. Like, I don't know. Mm, like, you know, yeah. it's just like, like ah. just abuse it. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, always abuse them. So I don't know. Yeah. You never know. I do think it needs to be a discussion. And like, you know, I feel like it creates a valid point for, the, the the child's father because it's like I mean whether they were together or not they you know he has to be able to like like just take whatever you know so like say oh okay well I have no choice and this is my child too but I have no choice of where my child will ultimately land because mm. she's in this lady's stomach you know right. or the baby you know, is in right. this lady's stomach and this lady you you know, ultimately get her in this position. So it's like, I think, yeah, because like, shouldn't we consider the father's rights too? You know, like, right, because yeah, I mean, that is half of him. That's his child. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, we'll see. I, I, I'm looking forward. I mean, this happened like you know way back in um in 2022 in July. So. Um, she, I mean, shoot, she probably already had the baby at this point, but, you know. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's, it's, it, that's a big thing. And I'm, I'm looking forward to like seeing what the outcome is and if they make that like a, you know, across the board type of thing, um, uh, right. I think that would be, yeah, like really important because I mean, I've seen 
you know, different movies and things like that where the pregnant people be in, the, in jails. But I, I mean, you you get the gist of the condition, so you kind of just like, damn, is this really a good condition for them? Right, right, right. You didn't yeah. think that, like, damn, like that's kind of mm-hmm. rough. Like, <laughs> yeah. So you know, we'll we'll stay, we'll keep um keep you guys updated on that part. Yeah. Um. Now the next topic. Um. So I don't know what what people got with Rihanna. Like everybody wants to come for her. She is just living her best life, trying to create her brand. Well, she already created brand, but trying to keep, you know, continue on with her legacy and her brand. And I just feel like it's just a lot of haters. Like recently they came out with this, um, you know, like FCC has complained. Well, they received over um, 100 complaints for her being too sexual during her halftime uh, performance at the Super Bowl. And I'm just like, are you kidding me? Like, it's just always something like what are we never satisfied like honestly did the girl look that sexual when she was doing different things in a in a whole red like suit like she wasn't even showing skin it was a suit that was like covering up everything and yeah they're dancing but i mean come on like didn't janet jackson have a whole boob that popped out yeah that was and (laughs) yeah it's so many different things that have happened over the time of the Super Bowls and everything. I mean, come on. I just feel like these are haters. Like, it has to be. Because who's who's really calling the FCC or putting in complaints, written complaints? Like, oh, this was too sexual. That's a hating ass move. I don't even have time for that. Like, I don't even know. How do you contact the FCC? That's just a lot of effort. For what? And it's already happened. So, really, what do you get? Like, what is the outcome of this? Right. To not have her perform again. But re- realistically, she's going to. And even if she didn't, I mean, that's not going to break her career. That's not going to break her, her money flow. Like she's all she's she's going to be a billionaire forever at this point. So, I mean, what is like, you know, what's the intent? Like, it always just seems so like, OK, like what is really the, the situation? Like, are you mad that she was too sexual or what? It, well, what is it really? You know, I don't but, know. Um, like, I just. I, I just feel like everybody always has something to say. I think it just goes along with that whole online culture of, you know, I, you know, I deserve to be heard, you know, and it's like, dude, relax. Mm. But like, even when I watch the performance, oh my God. Um, even though I watched, <laughs> there's, there's a mailman outside. So, you know, that's, that's a dog's favorite, favorite person. To, to right. But, you know, so, but yeah, so when I even saw the performance at first, I was like, yo, like, why isn't she dancing like that? You know, I didn't know about the whole pregnancy rumors. So Mm -hmm. I kind of was like, wow, like she's really holding back because Mm you gotta be dancing. So that's I was like, what? Yeah. I mean, I was excited already before that because I was like, oh my goodness, you know, she's going to bless us with a performance. You know, she's been Mm -hmm. in her Fenty bag and her Savage uh, Fenty or whatever bag. So I, you know, it was nice that she finally blessed us with that. But I mean, the way she was moving, I, I don't see where there was. It was overly sexualized. I, I mean, right? I mean, I was, she could barely was, dance. That's what I'm saying. I was wishing she would have done more. So that's why I was like, mm-hmm. um, the hell, like, yeah. <laughs> like, it's just what? I'm telling you, haters. Because I mean, realistically, come on. Like one person said, this year the halftime show was indecent. I had to turn off the TV because of the pornographic content. Are you serious? She spread her ass cheek at the crack. She rubbed her pants where her labia were three times. What are you talking about? Okay. <laughs> it's, it's, 
it's it's just, storytelling for me. You know, it's so dramatic. I'm like, well, who is this? Who is saying these things? I just feel like it's so. Mm. Somebody said, look at the Karen's Karening. <laughs> <laughs> what the like, hell? I mean, no skin was shown, no twerking. Like, really, where are you seeing any sex? Honestly, like I said, it just it's 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 looking like a lot of hate. It's looking like a young, you know, Caribbean woman that has really just started from the ground and came all the way up. People are just jealous of her journey and what she's done, and the fact that so many people love her, the fact that she's getting so much, you know, shine and and light throughout everything, even down to the pregnancy. I mean, a lot of people are excited, you know? And then to hear these comments, it's like, that has, it is nothing but hate because realistically you're pulling nothing. You're literally pulling like something from nothing because this woman had, she was fully clothed, wasn't showing any skin except for her face and her neck and her hands. And, you know, dancing to a level where, I mean, she couldn't really move that much because she's pregnant. She was just walking for the most part and, and moving her hips and, you know, moving a little swaying here and there. But to say it was overly sexualized, I just, I'm I'm tired of the, the hatred from people that, you know, see us brown people moving up in the, in, in this, I don't even know what to call it. <laughs> like, cause realistically we were meant to be set back but the fact that we are progressing and, and moving ahead kind of faster than, you know, they expected. Um, I just think that it's, it's a lot of hate. So, yeah, they can't I don't just, know. I mean, she was hated on, like, from the beginning. Like, so it's like. Yeah. Yeah. Know, it's like, golly. So, you know, she couldn't even catch a break, you know, with that whole yeah. G.A. Beyonce. Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> like get out of here come on and it be to your own people too sometimes i just say little things and it's like i mean where where are we where are we getting at here what is the end result and that's why i'm wondering like so y'all are y'all saying this to not get her to perform again like she's already done the, the super bowl at this point like she's not gonna do it again nobody does the super bowl twice so what is the goal like you know mm-hmm. but i digress <laughs> yes no but oh i mean it, these are true points definitely true i mean it, it's just it's a reach you know what i mean yeah um so just just something brief i mean i don't know much about it but i kind of was curious because you know like we're in 2023 right now um and 2024 is around the corner so basically you know we're gonna be voting for a new president um I'm not sure exactly where Biden stands on that as far as like mm-hmm. running again, but I mean, I don't know about y'all, but like, he wasn't like, when I voted for Biden, it was just because I was tired of Trump. Like, I just didn't want to hear it. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't yeah. really like he was my favorite or whatever. It was mm-hmm. more so just like that whole picking, you know, one of the less evils, like, which I hate mm-hmm. being in situations like that. But, you know, whatever. So I was like, to be honest with you, like, I don't mean to sound like ageist or anything, but Mm -hmm. I I do think that we kind of need people that are at least from like, you know, um, like 16 and under. Yeah. (laughs) Like Gen X, like our parents that need to start, 
running for that because one, just a little bit more of a progressive mindset uh, Mm -hmm. than maybe, you know, the baby boomers or, or, or whatever generation that is. But I think we just need something else right now, just for right now and what we're dealing with. Um, And honestly, Biden and Trump should be enjoying themselves. Like, you know, they're getting old, enjoy your retirement, travel, enjoy, you know, your grandkids, like, you know, sit this one out guys. Like you guys are good. Um, But apparently there's a Marianne Williamson. Cause I was trying to figure out like who else could run for Democrat. I don't know if they want, you know, the vice president that's in Kamala right now to do it. It seems Mm -hmm. like a lot of people seem to be displeased with her. Um, Mm. apparently claiming that she's not showing up enough. Uh, you know. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't see her. I ain't going to lie. Honestly, I forgot about her. Okay, because like she's the most like, I'll be honest, she seems to be the most hidden vice president that I've seen for a while. Right. Like, you know, <laughs> even when Biden was a vice president, he was, he was president. Exactly. It just seems like, it's like, where's she at? You know, yeah. it's almost like she came in just because she wanted some kind of title, but yeah, that because I'm like I don't see you doing anything, and I don't hear about her. Um, I mean, well, I, I take that back. I, I did mean, I know see she talked recently with her. Yeah, like she she spoke somewhere, and I see, but it's not it's not what she's doing isn't so impactful that you can't even remember. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. It's true. Like she's not. I don't, I don't remember. It's, it's it's really not she's not doing that much. And it's like, I thought she would do a lot more and I get it. Politicians lie. Um, mm-hmm. But dag on girl. Like, it's just like, we were rooting for you. We were all yeah. rooting for you. But yeah, she spoke at Tyree Nichols <laughs> funeral and apparently she was like repeating mm. herself. I think she needs to have somebody kind of like write her speeches because she has a tendency to repeat. She's a little bit redundant. So I don't know. Oh, if- does she? Yeah. Um, but mm. like just sometimes, but like, you know, it's just like, um, I don't know. Like, it's yeah. not really, see, not I didn't really, really impressed. Cause even when she was like, <laughs> even when Biden was running and she was like behind him, I really didn't see much only For other real. than her being black and like everybody like, Oh, black woman president, uh, the vice president. I, I, I didn't see anything else other, you know, or right. like, <laughs> other than I was excited because she was black. did it, Joe. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that infamous, we did it, Joe. <laughs> we did it. Other than that, <laughs> and I even thought like, so, you know, and, and, you know, I'm not going to say that, like, I don't consider her black, but like when I seen her and we, well, everybody was like, oh, black vice president, you know, she's a woman and she's black. And I was expecting something different. And then when I seen her, I'm like, okay, you know, and I just feel like it needs to be more representation. If, if you're going to be promoting, because her herself comes in and tries to promote and, and gain that, that audience of the black women and black people. But like, we don't really see, well, at least I don't, I can't really speak for everybody else, but I don't really see a huge representation for black women with her. Right. So like, you know, like, I mean... And I understand that she's in this world, like, in you know, not the globe and the earth, but just in this world of politics where she has to kind of appease certain people. So, yeah, like maybe she has to wear her hair straight more than often and maybe she has to look a certain way. But I, I mean, I don't I don't 
her happen to, you know, just fall in line with everybody else's expectations because look at Michelle Obama. I mean, she, as the first lady, you know, just was like, I, I'm doing it my way, you know, and went against the grain in a way where it wasn't distasteful. Well, at least to, you know, the haters, it may seem like it, but to us, it was like you, she was still classy and elegant and, and, mm -hmm. you know, seemed very just, no, I'm not going to just fall into line of what y'all want me to do, but I'm also right. going to, you know, show you the, the, the way that I'm going to do it. And, and it's not going to be, you know, where you're like, oh, she's rude. She's an angry black woman. She's this, she's that. It just came right. off very graceful. So yeah. she had class. And she still, and yeah, it still embraced. It, I can still feel like, yes, <laughs> yes, and Michelle yeah. Obama. Like, I can yeah. still feel like, I don't feel that way for Kamala. And, you know, like, right. I mean, she might have a black name and she might, you know, even have blackness within her and her blood, but I don't feel that representation from her, you know? No, and I feel like I if you're going to sit here and try to, yeah, if you're going to try to pull the audience of black people and black women, especially, um, you have to, you have to let us see like, what, what is it that you are relating to, honestly? Cause I don't, right. I, don't I don't, I can't right. relate to her. So, right. you know, shoot. <laughs> I don't even know, but we might have the chance of having the, another woman run and uh with this Marianne Wilson, Williamson. Apparently, like she um no, but I, I totally agree. Sorry, I'd be skipping all the way, but I agree. No, I, don't, he... I, I don't I don't feel represented at all. But like, you know, even though Marianne Williamson isn't like she ain't black, and right. you know, that's what I would have been excited for. I would have really and I think this was this was Kamala Harrison's like chance to show the people. That hey, like yeah. I'm doing a lot. I'm supporting him, and I would be decent to run for re-election. It's almost like she gave up. Right. You know, I I don't know if someone told her something or what, but it almost seems like mm. she gave up. You get what I mean? Like it's just weird. Like she should have just came. Like with, for her like, to run for president. Just to, it's almost like she gave up. It's kind of like you're excited about or passionate about something in the beginning and then you kind of lose it whether yeah. somebody told you you didn't have a chance to even be president uh, or you know what i mean it's mm -hmm. kind of like oh you don't you know you might as well just hang it up bud you don't really have a chance like i don't mm. know who's talking to her but it almost seems like she's giving up so i'm just kind of like you know what kind of happened behind closed doors or if she just really yeah. is a person full of empty promises but um mm. or maybe i mean you know because i know some people run just to get that that money as a candidate, you know, mm. I'm wondering if she, cause they were saying apparently that's how Donald Trump started. Like he was kind of, it was kind of a joke for him. Like he just wanted some money. He just wanted a quick come up, but he didn't, mm. he, he sold it so well mm. <laughs> that they actually wanted him to be president so much so that he's actually, I think he's considering running again for 2024, but. Oh yeah. I see him. As I, <laughs> Isn't it a limit on how many times you can run? I think you do it. I don't know. Cause I know, like, like if he wins again, then there wouldn't be a chance. You know what I mean? There wouldn't be a reason for him yeah. to run again because that's it. You can only serve two terms, and then that's it. Two terms. So then, I guess technically, yeah. if you were to get in again, then that's it. But I'd be yeah, curious. He have a right. I so feel like I'm he's gonna keep trying until he gets it. But I, think I hope you that can he probably, don't ever get it. <laughs> I think you could, but I, from <laughs> what I understand, just like some Republicans who were like smitten with him before. I'm not saying he's lost his entire base because apparently. Mm -hmm. He had like 70 million supporting him. Um, so, mm -hmm. I mean, we, we have 320 million Americans. So, mm. and, but apparently, you know, there's some Republicans that are kind of not pleased with him. 
Um, yeah, I so know, he probably won't have that backing anymore. No, but I heard that Mike Pence might possibly run. And like, so, oh, gosh. yeah, I wouldn't be too excited, but I think he gained my respect when mm-hmm. after Trump, the January 16th. Yeah, because, you know, yeah. it just seemed like we were in the twilight zone. I don't know how you guys feel, uh, listeners, but I, I would look around and be like, yo, did he just say that? It's like everything he did, it's like he could do no wrong. And I think that's what made me so mm-hmm. sick about Trump. Because I was like, guys, you guys know this is really effed up right now. But like, yeah, you know, drinking the Kool-Aid, like what? Am, am, am I crazy? Like, and it's like, mm-hmm. how far are you guys willing to take this love for this man? Like, it's, yeah, it's, you know, but the fact that he stood up, even though they were trying to, you know, his supporters, you know, it seemed like it was like a cult, a cult, uh, a cult group. But anyway, yeah. it just seemed like even when his supporters were attacking Pence and saying that, you know, all this crazy stuff about him, he still was like, no, you know, I want to push towards what is good for America. It's like, no, right. you know, I may not be happy that we didn't win. But at the end of the day, if this is what the American people want, this is what the American people want. You know what yeah. I mean? And so he stood against. And I think that's how he got my respect. Yeah. Um, I mean, he definitely did prove that he wasn't for like the because honestly, I've seen with Trump that he he influenced a, a very um, dark group mm-hmm. of people yeah. that were already, you know, wanting to exhibit these behaviors, but he kind of gave that green light for them to do that. And so yes. it really awakened a part of America that was kind of like, you know, no, they not were necessarily just, dormant, but, but it's just, they weren't so comfortable to be out like that right yeah yep and he he definitely awakened that and i think that that's probably what um pence seen over time of trump even being in office like mm-hmm. you know in the beginning it was cool but then after a while like you could really see like the hate that you know yeah. he was influencing and stirring up within these people and so then to have that storm and you know on january 6th it was like no now i really see like no you're not even you know, like you're not even like looking for the greater good of the country. You're just right. you, you're really like are stirring up like hate for what right. though, right? You know, and right. um, yeah, that I mean, I think that yeah, he definitely he it took some balls, and he 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 has um shown a lot of people that because he in the beginning when he when he was with you know, and I don't know if he just was like oh I love trying out you know I want to be behind him as the vice president, but I think when he's first stood behind him everybody was like oh you're with trump like we didn't we didn't really care for him either just because right Right. he did stand ground after this the january 6th um situation and then just you know showed us something different um i think that that gave a lot of people a different idea of him and so him running for president could could actually he, he probably would have a big um like he would probably have a lot of support behind him just because it just seems more authentic to the real goal and that's to run america the right way and not just like oh we want to start up these people and you know like because it's like trump just created a vision you know and we were kind of on a more progressive route after obama mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know a lot of people didn't really think that he did anything but he did create more of like uh you know a lot of people a lot of people that were already kind of like you know you have the you know like some people that are in the sticks and you know don't really have a lot you have a lot of you know like white people that are kind of ignorant to certain things and um you know when he when obama provided a lot of help for lower um you know like people that didn't have a lot of income and you know veterans and things like that that were disabled and just everything where 
those people that may have been ignorant to, you know, what is right and what should be considered acceptable and how you should treat people. Once they started getting that help from him as a black man, mm -hmm, you, mm -hmm. you've seen the progression within the, this country. But then it's kind of like it reversed when, when Trump came. Like, he just changed things. And so, um, yeah, I think Pence, he probably, you know, made, he saved his own face. And it's going to be interesting to see. I didn't realize it was coming up so fast, but I am so right. interested to it's see, like, like everybody running. Right. It's right around the corner. Mm -hmm. But it, but another thing people don't give Trump, I mean, uh, shoot, Obama credit for is, you know, he was, see, that's the thing. Like everybody looks at, okay, you got a president. So whatever the president mm -hmm. says goes. And it's like, no, you have the house and you have all that. You know what I mean? You have mm -hmm. So it's like you had Mitch McConnell during that time, which is mm -hmm. a Republican. <clears throat> and he makes me sleep when I hear him talk. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah, Yo, I'll, have you ever looked at his neck? <laughs> 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 it's just he just it, he just annoys me as a whole. So I just be like, yeah. ah, you know what I mean? Like, I can't. He looks like a turkey. His uh, yeah. neck. <laughs> it just swings i'm like oh god he irritates me like it's just from when he opens up his mouth from when he comes yeah. to the podium like i'm just like please wrap this up yeah. but apparently it was his mission to basically block everything that obama did so really? like yeah apparently that was his vendetta so that's why there wow. were certain things that he didn't get to push through because he was blocking yeah. a lot of stuff so and see here you have a lot of black people that were like oh like they were loving Obama in the beginning then after that um you know once he you know his all, both terms ended he was like uh, well the people were like oh you know well, what did, what did, what did Obama do for black people all he did was yes. the gays it's like you don't know first of all after i watched so there was this um it was like a really quick like little series just like a one season type thing where mm -hmm. um it was a story about all of the first ladies. And mm. I think, I don't know, maybe you've seen it, like, or maybe seen like clips. Viola Davis played Michelle Obama. And so you had like, to see that. I've been wanting yeah. to know. So they had, it was like a storyline of, of Michelle. It was like pretty much Eleanor Roosevelt. The other, what was her name? It's another um, first lady in between. So it was like Eleanor Roosevelt, which was like what from the 40s, like 30s mm -hmm. or 40s. And he had like the other first lady that was like around the 60s. And then you had the more president, which was not um, um Kennedy's, right? Not Jackie O, right? No, not her. Um, um oh gosh, I can't remember. Uh, Ford, 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 uh, okay. Ford's wife. Yes. So pretty much they went back and forth, back and forth. They were showing the lives um, of, of these first ladies and how they grew up. And then once they, you know, made it to the, um, their husbands made it to presidency and, you know, they were in the house and, you know, they were just different series of their lives. Um, and they, you know, showed everything with um, the Obamas. And the person that played Barack was so good. He, I mean, he just like made me feel like he was Barack. Oh and my then, God, he had the voice, didn't he? Yes, he had the voice. He oh, acted yeah. like it was just so good. But it showed a lot about what, even though it wasn't about Obama, it was more about you know the first ladies, but it gave a little glimpse of what he dealt with because they mm -hmm. gave scenarios because she was battling 
you know, she was telling, like, she was kind of Obama's, uh, you know, his his um, Barack's uh, advisor. You know, she was the first lady. So she was, like, telling him, no, we need to do this. We need to do that. And he was like, listen, you, do, you don't think I want to do these things? Right. I'm a black man, the first black president. I have to watch everything I do. I have to be, you know, just 10 steps ahead. And so it's like when you think about these things and you say, oh, well, he didn't do this. He didn't. You don't know what he fought for. We're not there. A lot exactly. of people especially black people a lot of black people don't even know how politics work so why okay, you're saying, <laughs> you know so while you're saying and judging like oh he didn't do this he didn't do that oh because why he didn't he didn't provide you more food stamps or he didn't provide you right like what would have been enough for you you know right, what, what you want like, to do you right. know it, it's like yeah I, I i see you know a lot of people standing on this oh he didn't do nothing for black people but realistically he was on that path but you got to remember he ha- he didn't have a lot of go ahead to just do certain things. So what we don't know, he probably was exactly. you know putting on a table to do for black people. Mm-hmm. We don't know if it got shut down or not, you know. So, um, but I am so like I'm ready. Um, when does so pretty much like the running starts in 2024? I'm not sure if I mean because it shouldn't though because 2020. Wait, when did we vote for Biden? Girl, it feels like it been it been a minute. It wasn't last it was like year. Like twenty twenty. Well, he no. was wait. No, I'm during the no, I think it was twenty twenty one or so because Trump was president while the pandemic happened, and I remember he signed a lot of the stuff going on in twenty twenty. So yeah, had to be like that year, and then by okay. November. Oh damn! Yeah. So wait, are we electing someone? What at the end of this year? Already? No this is every four years. So it was from 2020. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, yeah. wow. 2024. So, wow. Okay. Because Trump became president in 2016. And then he did his four years. That took it up to 2020. Uh, damn. Yeah. Yeah. I remember oh, wow. that day that he became um, president, too. I remember it like it was yesterday. I was shocked. So then, yeah. In 2020... We got Biden, so yeah, 2024. Oh wow, yeah, yeah, y'all. So we we also we also we also have DeSantis, which is in Florida right now. He's a Florida congressman, so of course he's going to be for the Republican side. Apparently, uh, Mike Pence. It's not confirmed. It's just there's been a lot of talk about it. But I think DeSantis for sure is going to be running. And I mean, if you everybody pay attention to how the laws are in Florida. So it's yeah. like, you know, it's gonna, you know, I'm, I'm not sure as far as how much it weighs right now in Congress that the Democrat versus Republican uh, ratio. Right. Um, <clears throat> I feel like it was more Republicans last time than it was Democrat. Yeah, I them. think that they tried to weigh it out that way. Mm, um, that's crazy. Right. But, but apparently before, Marianne... Had, um, sorry, go ahead. No, I was gonna say apparently Marianne Williamson, she she actually ran for president back in 2020. In 2020, yep, she did. Yeah, and she's doing it again. And apparently, like she has she's a progressive Democrat. So she's mm. just like kind of more so like I don't know. I think she yes. just kind of wants us to just get together as a collective. Let me just kind of I love that. Yeah, like uh, apparently, what is she like a book writer or something like that? She's a, a self-help mm. author, uh, very spiritual mm-hmm. individual. So it'd be kind of interesting to have that kind of tone. In America, yeah, yeah um, she's she's definitely a feminist. Um, 
I think she, yeah, she she looks like she would provide something very different that oh, wow. this country has never seen. And she was like, yeah, she was a spiritual advisor to uh, Oprah Winfrey. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So that's that, that might be okay. She seemed like she a little, she got a little bit of flavor. Or something. You know what I'm so, yeah. A lot of people are like, her book was amazing. I'm not, oh, wow. I mean, I'm honestly, yeah. So yeah, let's. I mean, uh, and, and and I think this is like really good that we even touched on this because us as I mean, a lot of people that are listening to this podcast are already like our age, young, you know, between you know thirty, you know, twenty the twenties and thirties. So um, we, you know, I feel like us as this generation do not, you know, get involved too much with politics. We kind of just leave it to the older folks, but realize that they are the ones, you know, moving out the way for us, mm-hmm, and. Um, mm-hmm. As much as the older folks want to be, you know, in to stay in charge and take control of the country, but I feel like us as the younger um, generation, we do need to step up and become more involved because we don't know like what 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 life is going to look like in the next, you know, twenty years, and that's going to be our job, you know, where they were, you know, once our age and they were into it, you know. Right. Like they didn't stop just because older people were taking control. They were into it to the point where now that's where they are now. So mm-hmm. we need to be jumping ahead of the gun because we don't want the next few presidents to be and, and still in this old, you know, my what we, right. what we are doing with the country. Right. We needed to start progressing. Exactly. And I think, I mean, I don't know how old this lady is, but she looks young enough that where she will provide some type of progression. So then maybe after her, it will be somebody a little bit younger that has a lot more insight on, you know, how the country should be ran as we just, as, as the years go on. So, right. Cause I feel yeah. like different times need different things. You know what I mean? Right. I, I don't know, but I'm like, I'm always believing things should be customized, but it's like for right now yeah. dealing with, you know, um, global warming, no matter how much some Republicans or some people want to say it's not real, whatever. I guess they skipped out on science. What the hell? Um, (laughs) There's stuff that we're kind of dealing with and kind of dealing and and trying to, you know, go forward and figure out how, you know, we don't, (laughs) we don't get destroyed like the dinosaurs. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So we got to to ensure that we can stick around and and with the times changing, how we're going to adjust. Cause we always, you always have to transform. You always have to change. So that's pretty much what's going on. Mm-hmm. But we are going to close this out with just, yes. um, we have a lot of things going on. Everybody, you know, with inflation, stresses of going on, you know, like that's going on around us. And it, I think it's just um, important for us to just pay attention to our mental health. Really mm-hmm. just pay attention to that. Be mindful. Um of, of how you could just kind of, you know, of course there's meditation, but sometimes like for me, meditation doesn't work for me because like my mind is always like going crazy and running a mile a minute. Mm-hmm. But for some yeah. who are focused and centered, you know, try to find a few minutes or whatever to just meditate. Um, but yeah, clear your mind, um, relieve that stress, you know, try to get those distracting thoughts out or even if you need to cope with certain traumatic things you know just acknowledge how you're feeling um feel them process it whatever that means for you because everybody processes their emotions differently yeah Um, so just you know just focus on those sensations um into your daily life separate yourself from anything that might be mundane um 
focus on the breathing, all that stuff when it has to do with the meditating, if you want to do that. But, you know, um, you know, even write out how you're feeling. I know I just recently went through something that might have been a little bit traumatic. And how I got myself through it was there were days I stayed in bed, not even going to lie, just to kind of, you know, get myself together and rest. A lot of times your body needs to rest. If your body needs rest, I, I don't believe in denying the body of rest. But, you know, I would journal. You know, I do intend on writing a book. So I figured journaling might help with that. But, you know, just consistently writing how you feel, you know, even if it's the craziest of thoughts, just being honest with yourself. That's always integral. Um, Just kind of going with the flow. Don't force it. You know, if you feel like writing, if you're feeling creative, do it. Um, And just like decluttering your mind. Of course, just get it out because it's not healthy. You know, like the, 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 the easiest way to work down a path of disease is to continuously form dis-ease. Mm. So you always want to make sure to release that when you're pent up, when it's all bogging you down, um, everything can get a little cloudy. Um, keep your journal close. So nobody's reading it, all the crazy thoughts, you know, even if it's angry, you know, write it out. Um, and just take that time to reflect, take that time yeah. to think back, uh, why you think you've gone through that you know yeah. what did what did you learn from it um yeah how would you have done it differently uh would you have done it differently mm. um just kind of looking into yourself being more introspective um yeah so being musical if you like music tap into your stress relief uh, it helps improve your mood um concentration, motivate you, all that stuff, but, you know, or even just doing things that you used to enjoy, um, yeah. any kind of hobbies or anything like that. Is there anything that, you know, cause you know, you seem to be very introspective and mm. really good with stuff like that. Is there anything that helps you when you're going through a hard time, you know, um, just um, through life that just makes you feel good? Yeah. Um, I mean, honestly, I just try to like unpack whatever I'm dealing with at the time. And um, I mean, one of those is like journaling for me, like, or not necessarily talking about um, journaling what I'm dealing with at the time. Mm -hmm. It could just be, you know, journaling anything, you know, because what people don't realize is when you have so much going on in your mind, Mm -hmm. it's hard to, to just move um, regularly throughout your days. And even if you're not releasing what you're, you know, stressing about or what you might have going on, you're not releasing that, writing it out or talking about it, releasing anything else is going to allow you space to now address the issue that is causing you the stress or the, you know, whatever the case you're feeling. So it's, for me, it's always been like, you know, just writing, um, listening to music, singing, like actually, singing like going into a place where you're not feeling judged you're alone maybe you mm. feel comfortable to really just belt and, right 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 yeah or um a lot of times for me it's just walking like i do really good with just like taking a walk i mean and uh, it's walking is i feel is so underrated mm. um because it's like it's just it's just so simple but what people don't realize is when you take a few steps a day, 
that actually increases like your your blood flow is going you're getting you're actually like moving your body to the point where your all of your limbs are moving i mean everything even when you walk your arms are moving everything is moving so you're fl- you're getting some type of flow and actually getting something out at the same time right um so i just do that and i breathe um a lot of times like even now like as um you know a full-time mom um, and, and, you know, working a job full-time and then also having my other, like, you know, activities outside of that, um, full-time relationship, um, you know, I can become overwhelmed with a lot, um, that are, you know, the things that are on my plate. So I just take a second to breathe and, um, I'll take like, maybe like, you know, 60 minutes or not 60 minutes. I said 60 minutes. (laughs) Not a whole hour, but <laughs> a one minute, <laughs> one minute, so 60 seconds and just, and just breathe. And I right. mean, when I say breathe, not, not like no, not mm-hmm. no quick, I'm talking about. Right. Like a real like inhale, really exhale, inhale, exhale. Um, and I, I was so like, girl, like you should have seen me when I was, um, looking for a Christmas gift for myself because I believe in that like I'm gonna get me something too so I was looking for something for myself and I was like you know what I'm gonna get me a little watch like my Samsung watch and I use that to you know monitor if I am going through a overwhelmed moment in the day and I get stressed now let me look at my stress levels and is my stress level really high okay let me breathe time myself I time myself give myself maybe you know five good breaths and that in that inhale exhale five times you would be amazed I watched my stress level go down within one minute so it I mean you know meditating is really cool but a lot of people can't really tap in right. if they don't know the breathing techniques right meditation is breathing yeah yep. so it's you know and I would love to like touch base more on it I think that we could you know include that in our next show to really like get people going. Cause I feel like that's a thing with our generation. We want to tap in more with mental health. We want to be able to heal ourselves from maybe the little traumas that we've dealt with before um, or as we were younger. And, you know, we want to get ourselves to a healthy mind state. So um, I think that, you know, we could touch on more next um, episode. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I just thought it would be nice to just share a couple. Cause we, I, I yeah. know we have so much more to share. But yes. yeah, so we just wanted to share a couple with you guys. I know it's hard and everybody's trying to get through everything. So, you know, hopefully that can help, but we will definitely continue, um, you know, just kind of share things here and there about what helps us. Again, mm-hmm. we want you to send us any advice inquiries. Um, so that would be great to kind of just get that engagement going with you guys, because that's what we want. We want to be able to... You know, we're here to, of course, talk and chop it up and have a good time, but it's also great. Uh, We we also want to touch people within the community and um, Mm -hmm. help as best as we can. But it seems like we are coming to a close. Yes. So everybody (laughs) remember, follow us, follow us, follow us. Let's get into it. Underscore MTB. Yes. Wait, hold on. (laughs) we might need to shorten it because well because i I had to let's get into it and then it's like you know it's you know common so that is like oh shoot with it and then i wanted to put our like you know initials and stuff that's pretty much what it was there 
But it's underscore MTB BDB. So you guys, <laughs> BDBs. <laughs> BDBs on the back of the neck. <laughs> yes. So remember that, y'all. BDBs. Yes. So remember, follow us and, you know, post your inquiries of, of advice or opinions or whatever you want to do. If you, yeah. Even if you just want to get a shout out, let us know. But otherwise, that is all for today. Signing out. Wait. Bye.